We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Kid Breezy is Austin, and we're here with Hard Reads, obviously, once again every week. 
very consistent with it. We got more stuff to talk to you about, and this time we'll be talking about uh, some tournaments starting to try to open up, man. It's kind of a little crazy since we're still deep in this uh, pandemic. And then, of course, we'll talk about Smash Tour and any other news we've heard of that. And then my favorite part, the uh, Twitter questions from you guys will be answered here. So I'm TK Breezy as Austin. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. Uh, today I actually ended up playing, I don't know if you heard about it coming out today, PSO2 just dropped on PC. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it looks cool, it's just not my type of game, so, you I know. feel it. Yeah, yeah so I, I've been playing that a little bit today. Uh, I, I don't foresee myself playing it for longer than, like, a week. A nice little distraction. Well, uh, congrats. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys, you said for a week? What? No, I mean a year, at least a year. Well, oh, oh, I was like, no, what the? There's no way I would have said a week. I think you said a week. It's all good, though, man. Like, if that's <laughs> how you feel about it, then, you know, that's how you feel about it, bro. Maybe it's just not that nice, so. It's a distraction, man. That's how I see it right now. I mean, yeah. There's not a lot going on. As I said, there's not a lot going on right now, so you might as well give whatever distraction you can. And I think that's a, a, a willful distraction, so, you know. Um... But yeah, man, uh, I guess today I, I finished, I just finished uh, Maneater, 100% of that game. It was, 11, it was about 11 hours. Pretty, uh, pretty good game. Pretty good game. I think that the $40 price tag, I mean, that might be a little steep for 11 hours of 100%, uh, but if they're do, putting like free DLC or something, and it's just not announced yet, then I'm down for it. But yeah, it was uh, it was cool, man. I, I enjoyed it, you know? I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. Would play again, all that good stuff. And um, yeah, well, would... Would recommend. I want to know. I don't know about playing again, um, but yeah. So, yeah, it's fun. It's fun though. I never actually really looked too much into it. I I lurked into your stream very briefly today. I saw it going on, and I saw like you were a shark attacking a boat, and I was mm-hmm. like, "What in tarnation is happening?" So yeah, it, look, it looked pretty sick. Well, that's that's the game. It is. <laughs> yeah, I was a shark. Definitely attacking a boat. It was a, <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. So, um, but yeah, man. So I guess we're getting into our topics here. What is the first stuff we have on here? Some locals are opening up, and I guess uh, there's a derivative from that, but it's also on the Twitter question. So I'll, I'll wait until we get to the Twitter questions. Locals are opening up, and this is before uh, there's been like real progress being made uh, against COVID. So I think that's a bad idea. Um, but who who am I to stop people from doing that and stopping the people who actually are going to go? I will not be one of those people attending any locals uh, until I feel safe. And I don't think right now or within the next two to three months, uh, I will feel safe. So we'll see. We'll see. How do you feel about that? Um, I think it's terrible that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I People bring up the argument of um, that if you, don't, if, you don't, if you don't like it, don't go. You know, that's not the point. The point is we're supposed to be you know, stopping the curve and that's not helping the problem. So you're making it worse for everyone else. So like the big ass majors can't happen, you know, for even a longer time because worse. And uh, I was actually, I didn't even know what tournaments were actually happening until I saw a tax talking about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, so I, so I hit him up and he gave me like a list of like all these tournaments and mostly in Florida, a little bit in Texas that were just like running locals that people actually like attended and they were actually physically at cause you know, like, depending on where you are in the United States, there's different type of lax rules, you know, like barbershops and, and malls and food courts opening up in certain states. Meanwhile, in other places, it's just like complete isolation. So 
I can, I could see why people would want to do it. I think it's extremely selfish to want to risk people's lives at the cost of wanting to play video games offline. Mm -hmm. uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and I know uh, something that really sparked that was the. Uh, you, I assume you saw the Goblin tweet, right? Like that. Image yeah, well, that was that was the thing that people were. That was the Twitter question, but I. I the thing about the Goblin tweet is that, like, I keep getting conflicting results where there are people saying that, like, oh, he's just trolling. But then, like, this is a very long game troll and stupid, uh, but it's a very long game troll because, like, everyone is must be everyone in Florida must be in on it. Like, everyone, yo, let's go, yo, lol, let's go, yo, I'll be there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, is this a joke or is this, like, not a joke or is this, like, a full state wide joke? And if so, you know that, that gift where Bugs Bunny cuts off Florida? I need that to happen for real. Yeah. Uh, I Bro, I can't tell. Like, I... Right now, I think it's a joke at this point because there's no set date. There's no set venue. Like, it's just... Um, also, it's a 128-man invitational, which sounds friggin' impossible to actually happen. So, I think it's a troll. It's way too long-winded of a troll, like you said. Like, they're still keeping it going. And it's. I think it's kind of uh, not the safest thing because that could encourage people to want create their own tournaments which is happy or like you know bring back like, oh look they're doing it let's do it as well i think yeah. literally tos are waiting for that first big tournament announcement before they also pull the trigger they just won't be the first one to do it and i think this yeah. could be like if he's trolling people will take it seriously obviously people have people have replied considering it real i myself included and it, it it's just not it's not funny like yeah it's, it's just not it's not good. funny bro yeah it's not funny um, some people in the chat, well, saying that your uh, audio is a little low, so turn your, make sure your your mic is good on uh, OBS because oh. I hear you finding my head. But, oh, word. Yeah, maybe it might be an OBS thing. Um, oh. But yeah, man, I just I, I I do not like that people are so rushing to get back to uh, locals. I also miss locals. I also miss you know big hanging out and chilling with the boys and whatnot. But I'm also not going to put myself at risk uh when i've been doing like so good i'm definitely not gonna put myself risking for fucking smash like that's just not gonna happen like i <laughs> you know what i mean like i've been doing so good at like staying at home you know we, we me, me and uh tori like only really go out to get like food and sometimes groceries and shit like that but like we honestly don't leave the house too often uh and we have you know we haven't tried to hit any bars or anything like that or to go any sit down restaurants so the one thing that i definitely would not be doing uh is is leaving my house to go finally to a tournament with a bunch of people who, are probably, who I'm not even sure are actually quarantining uh, effectively and then end up getting sick from that. Like, fuck that. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Imagine getting COVID because of Smash, man. Like, I, I could not be me. Definitely staying home. I, I have not left the apartment in probably a week and a half last time I went to laundry and get groceries. Like, you know, like, you know, basic necessities. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... It's a different culture, man. Like, um, I think these young kids as well, you know, they never, well, we've never experienced anything like this in our lives. So I imagine being like a teenager or younger experiencing something like this. And, you know, you know, kind of just basing off of what your parents say or what your peers say, or what your family says about like what's actually going on. Who do you believe? Do you believe the news? Do you believe whoever? Is it all a hoax? Blah, 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 blah. All, all that shit. So like their, their minds are very... <sighs> They're very easily um, influenced. I don't like people who fight science with feelings. Like, that annoys the fuck out of me. Like, science is, like, <laughs> probably, like, the most proven, this is true and this is not true in the world. And people are still like, yeah, but I don't feel like that's true. Bro, 
There's literally formulas and evidence behind almost every scientific investigation that will point to that that the answer that you were giving is like 99.9 to 100% correct. And you're still like, yeah, but I don't feel it, though. So it's not. And also, my president said, your president, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, I just, it is very annoying dealing with uh, that, you know, shit like that. But, you know. What can you do? Like I said, like some people are young and, you know, like when I was 12, 13, like I was an idiot. Um, I, I don't I don't think I believe any of like the terrible stuff that, that's been going on in America today. But I was definitely very stupid when it came to like how to be a functioning human being. So like I, I, I can kind of understand some people's thought processes. And they're all, like I said, they're easily influenced. So if they see one of their favorite Smash players talking about wanting to go back to tournaments or something like that, like they're going to probably just jump on the bandwagon because they need, they, they want to be influenced. So yeah, I don't know. Long story short, Goblin's tweet, tweet was really dumb. And uh, <laughs> if true or not, like I hope it's false, but it's still like a dumb troll. But there are actually tournaments happening. Uh, I know, uh, what was it? I think it was Smash United announced a major that was happening in Texas in August, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I, I'm not sure what's going on with that. Super Smash Con is yet to pull the trigger. Um, I'm not... I'm, I'm worried about that because there's no way it's happening, right? Yeah, they are, they are like, taking very, very long to say something, so... They might be waiting on some legality thing, right? Maybe they're holding out for, like the venue to like refund them. Maybe have to like wait a certain amount of time before they get like fund before they can make a set announcement, you know, even though they have no intention of doing it. I'm not sure what's going on behind the scenes, but like, that's like the only like possible conclusion I can come up with. Cause like so much stuff's getting uh, pushed back. I don't know if you saw kit kit in 2021 got canceled. That's like, and I was like, they're doing that because they're just trying to plan for the future. Right? Because if you, if you're planning to put on a, large scale event and that joint gets canceled like you lose so much money so i can i can get wanting to play safe but like they canceled next year's bro that's how safe they're playing like and, yeah. like meanwhile other people are running tournaments today so i just i i don't i, I, just, I don't get it i don't get it like the I, I i get the want to you know get back to normalcy or whatever but like forcing it is just not going to help uh mm-hmm. in any means so yeah i guess like with that being said, I mean we're, we're we're pretty much in agreement that like yeah these are probably not good ideas, uh, and you know if you decide to go to that, you know, be safe as you can I guess, but you know just remember that you are putting not only yourself at risk but everyone else that you come in contact with for like the next two to three weeks or whatever. So yeah. Uh, anyway, I guess moving on, we got the Smash Tour stuff. I don't I don't that was uh, your topic, so I was just wondering like what did you want to talk? Oh um uh, about? I. <laughs> That was just me trying to come up with the second topic because I couldn't come up with anything. But then I actually thought about it. I saw some people tweeting, um, you know, this is supposed to be Smash's year. And then yeah, we got yeah. slapped by the pandemic. You know, Smash Tour was supposed to, like, bring us to, like, a legitimacy part of esports. And so the fact that it got, like, slapped before it even begun just completely destroyed. Like, do you think it'll be able to recover for 2021 or even later part of this year? Or do you think it's just, like, dead in the water? It's never survived? No, I think Smash Tour can still happen for next year. Uh, it probably won't be as major as this one because I feel like the momentum was right there, you know. And unfortunately, the momentum was full on halted by uh, coronavirus. So, you know, uh, yeah. but I, I still feel like the momentum is there for them to like pop off because everyone's going to be raring to go 
and back. We're going to have uh, another set of DLC or be like somewhere in the middle of it at the very least, hopefully. And uh, so I could see Smash Tour still being uh, popping. It's just, it just really is unfortunate it couldn't happen this year. I mean, I was ready, dude. I was same counting paychecks, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was uh, thinking about all the, all the flights I was about to be getting in on land, but like out of nowhere, they're like, nope, 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 nope. So diamond status on Delta, that's gone, bro. They're gonna make let us keep it for another year. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah. So I, I assume that I just get got lucky because yeah, if I if I got diamond status and I didn't even get at least platinum status at the beginning of next year, uh, like because of what happened, I would be so upset. <laughs> I'd be so upset. I'd be like, "There's no way, dude. Like, I didn't know this was gonna happen. I got I, I grinded this uh this GSP." <laughs> for uh for delta and then y'all gonna take it all away just because i couldn't no one could fly that's fucked up so how many times do you get first class does that happen often uh mostly for um it mostly happened for my like residential flight so the one that would go from uh from atlanta to uh or from Fayetteville to atlanta and then wherever else about 50 percent of the time for uh atlanta to wherever i was going and then uh, it was like 100 percent of the time that i was not in or that I was at least in Comfort Plus. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, I mean, Comfort Plus is pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I just, you know, the, the thing about the first class, though, is you get that first class, they serve you that meal, bro. Bro, that meal, I mean, for a, a, a airline meal, it's, it's kind of hidden, bro. It was kind of hidden. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was not expecting. Did I, did I tell you the time for the only time I ever got first class airplane? No. Um, so the one time I got first class, I didn't even know I was in first class. I thought because it was, it was a small ride. So I was just in the first row. I just thought it was like, okay, whatever. And, uh, they offered me wine and a meal. And I was like, I I was like, no, thanks. Cause I thought it was going to cost money. And I I thought it was going to be that expensive. And then they just gave me like the weirdest look (laughs) like what? Like, you sure? And eventually they they pressured me into it and I've got the wine and the meal. Like, how much is it going to cost? And like, oh, it's on on the house and i'm like what why and then after i got off the flight i realized it was a last flight what so i wasted it dude i could have got way more you get first class you have to get fucking slammed <sighs> uh like if you're especially if you're going to vegas dude me when we went to uh vegas me and ee uh we didn't get first class but this is like i don't know three years ago or whatever me and ee were sitting in the same row and we were trying to like you know, we were linked over so that people wouldn't, like, come sit with us and we were, like, talking or whatever. And, like, everyone got on a plane. Everyone got on a plane. And we managed to make it work. But there was a one fucking guy right at the end who I guess was on standby. He got on the plane. We had to give him a spot. But he was like, don't worry, boys. He was like, he was like don't worry, boys. We're going to have fun. And we had, like, five beers with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... So we're coming from like Baltimore to uh to Vegas and we're like we're like drunk now but EE is like he doesn't drink like that. So me and the other guy are like we're drunk, you know, we get our we get our drink, take our nap, whatever. E wakes up from his nap, he's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so I was like, Are you good, bro? Like bro. And he's like, oh, I'm not feeling good, man. I was like, Yeah, I forgot E's not a drinker. This is at the time when I was like a, I was a pretty good drinker, but probably I could probably couldn't do that anymore. But it was a good time, man. We we definitely was out there big chilling uh on that on that plane that guy came out and hung out with us later too 
it was yeah it was he was a, he was a homie man i think it was like it might have been twitchcon i think it was twitchcon actually not vegas but i think it was like twitchcon or something was a like dude that. also like in attendance or nah nah he was there for like some other business meeting that he didn't okay. go to until monday so he was just big hanging out big chilling but the funny thing is like the first on the plane he was dope on the first day that we hung out with him he was dope on the second day there was girls with us and he was acting mad creepy. He was like a, oh, it was like an old dude. Oh like, no! I don't know. He was like, he was at the very least like fifty, and he just started acting mad creepy. I was like, oh no, bro! And I can't tell him to go because he got to be free drinks and shit. So he was just, you know, these girls would be walking by us, or whatever. Like some of the like other girls that we knew, like you know, Elspeth, where like Beach would be with us or something. He'd be like, yeah, it's a hot piece right there. And I'm like, <laughs> please don't, like, <laughs> please don't, like, I try to. That's so. That's such an awkward situation to be in, right? Because it's like you want to keep hanging out with the dude because you've been having fun and he's paying for your drinks. But he had some good stories too, bro. You know, yeah. So he had some stories, but like once he started seeing some some of these Twitch girls around, he lost. He saw some colored hair and lost his mind. I was like, oh no, (laughs) oh not like this, dude. Imagine being like a 50, 60 year old, and uh, you see like you know girls or guys or anyone that's way younger that with like crazy outfits or hair colors or anything like that like nothing nothing that you would ever have experienced back when you were a kid like that that's gotta excite them a little bit you know yeah so, i'm definitely excited him it doesn't excuse their behavior it does not i not. i i i you always gotta be wary of that stuff like that i i used to have a bunch of conversations with uh people on planes until like i got this one dude who hit on me constantly constantly like like he put his hand on my knee and i was just like ah, i'm not feeling this this dude's like 60 years old he's got like white hair you know i'm just what the like, fuck you gotta have a sugar daddy bro no i just <laughs> i just like how do i leave that that's that's, that's all i was thinking in my all mind. i'm saying is you wouldn't do it for a million dollars bro do what you wouldn't just you know no just one no. time Dude, I uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, so like for a million dollars, I'll hold see, on, come on man. let me think, bro. Would you? Because like, I, hell yeah, bro, for a million dollars. I, I think, wild, I th- bro. No, I would think about it. I would. I'm not. I'm not jumping at the yes answer, but I'm not. Exa- I'm not shutting it. <laughs> the answer down. A million dollars untaxed. By the way, there's always a catch, bro. There's always gonna be a catch. Like, how long? <laughs> like, come on! Like, I need... I'll see you guys later. I uh, it, it's one to completion. Oh uh, man, I don't think I could do it. I think I'd vomit. I think I'd do it. I I, I just I don't think I could. Ha- I I don't think I could do it. A million dollars, Austin. You could buy. You could buy his silence. Just up the price. Just up the price. Just keep saying I do it for two million. I do it for. I do it for a billion. All right, and see where he goes from there. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, chat. This is a theoretical, bro. Y'all would do it. Y'all would do it. Everyone in chat would do it. Y'all would do it. I just every single one of y'all. I just literally think like I physically could not. Like I, I like I, I would, I would, you know, assume the position, and then vomit would start coming up, and then I would just, I would be done. You know, like just the thought of it. You know, makes me queasy. It's like you know when you're like, you're like stuck in a car and it's like you're getting like motion sickness. <laughs> Expand That's- your horizons, Austin. <laughs> <laughs>
There's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. NASCAR is back, and Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, and sports to get in on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24 7, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And live right now on BetOnline's YouTube channel, you'll find an exclusive interview with ex-Chicago Bulls Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling The Final Dance. Visit BetOnline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Moving on, moving on to the questions. Uh, We got... (laughs) We got our main man, Saga Ramil Patel. What's up, bro? Good to see you again. Uh, uh, he says, hey, guys, this is not really Smash-related, which is totally fine, by the way. Uh, but I was wondering what you guys think of the idea of all publicity is good publicity. We see a lot of controversial Smashers being people, uh, baiting people by posting stupid tweets, Goblin's Tourney, or, or fiction, and getting insane react, uh, interactions. Do you think this uh, might affect them negatively in the long term, such as obtaining sponsorships? Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, I do not subscribe behind the idea of all publicity is good publicity because I don't like negativity being thrown at me because it stays for too long. Like, I think that, like, I can make 17 good, you know, good tweets about charity and whatever, whatever, and, and then I can make one bully tweet uh, on someone, and then that's the only tweet that everyone remembers. Like, I could be, oh, I'm supporting this charity. Oh, you know, like, support trans rights, uh, you know. Uh, all people are good people, whatever, and then tell someone that they're a shitter, and then that's the tweet that everyone's going to pull up every time they want to talk about me. Yo, you talk about TK Breezy, you so mean. You called me a shitter one time, and then that's how everyone's going to see me. So I don't like negative uh, publicity, especially I don't like forcing negative publicity, but if that's your brand, then, you know, do whatever. Like, as long as you just are, are willing to take the consequences with that brand is that most people, without even knowing you, probably won't like you, then, yeah, man, do it. You know, do what feels right, I guess. I don't like it, but, you know, if it works for you, then, you know, do you, I guess. Bro, I feel like positivity has been, like, lost since, like, the inception of social media, or at least mm-hmm. a couple of years afterwards, because, like, negativity craves attention. I think that's why negative tweets pop up. I think that's why when people complain about stuff in Smash, or just complain about stuff in general, like, you know, get all the interactions you know you get the likes you get the retweets it's because people like negativity they respond more to it you look at reviews like on amazon and there's way more one star reviews than five stars and the, the way go way more in depth because people are more influenced by rage anger than they are by just like oh i'm satisfied i'm a satisfied customer so i no matter what like i, I just think it's not good for the long game even if that is your brand I just think it's not good for the long, long game to like try to expand your brand through the acts of negativity because that's gonna kill you inside. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what that's kind of what I feel. I feel like at the while you are gonna crack. Like you may be able to, you may have thick skin, but you know your skin's not impenetrable. So at some point in time, someone's gonna say the right thing to really like get under your skin. And it's cool if you can. Like it really is cool for people who can like sit and deal with that for long periods of time. I cannot. I know myself. That is not me. So I just, I don't know. That shit always throws me off. Always throws me off. So yeah, don't do that. Just, you know, if you want to grow, grow the right way and be a nice uh, person. You know, there you go. I was taught as a kid, man, to just like, if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say anything at all. 
most of the time. Like sometimes it's fun to say negative things, but like I'm, I'm just saying, like people I, imagine one day of Twitter where it's nothing but positivity on your timeline. Everyone would feel so much better. I think. I think it's a very huge myth. Yeah. Uh, moving on though, we got uh, it was a usual nest main saying, "Do you guys think? Uh, do you think the only tournaments and oh, the online tournaments and their results could possibly affect the tier list? Example, nest going up due to best nest and other performances. Nah, and the only reason I don't think that is because like, yeah, we're we're stuck offline right now, but like we have still been having online tournaments that have been going on while we've been offline, and most people there's like a separate tier list in their head, you know, that goes on like oh." This character is way good online, but not so great offline. Like Zelda, Sonic, probably Ness a little bit, even though I think Ness can pop offline too. But yeah, you know, Zelda and Sonic come to mind first. And most uh, other zoners who can usually get parry shield, uh, or power parried or zoned out, um, or zone broken a little easier. So I think that, like, I don't think that's going to change much. I think people may have a different opinion on how these players are going to do offline. But as far as the character, nah. And also, I, I I feel like in Smash, people don't even sometimes use results for tier lists. Like, I feel like there's some characters people say is like top 10 or whatever, and they have like zero results. So that I, if, it, if it doesn't happen too much offline, there's no way it's going to be influenced by online terms. So there is that the joke online tier list, you know, where Zelda's number one, Sonic's up there. So, but I, I, it's two different metagames. Yeah, so that's that's you just gotta you just have to remember that it's two different meta games. You, you, like most of it transfers over, but there are some characters that get super buffed, and there's some characters that get kind of hardly nerfed too. You know, she comes to mind when I think about characters who can perform at least decently offline that has a hard time doing online because a lot a lot of their um a lot of their interactions are you know exact and whatnot. Um, um. Promise fine. Shut up. Azuranium sucks online, bro. Uh, Azuranium says, "What matchup would you like to see more in top eight? Hmm. Krom. Bro, you cannot tell me you don't want to see like Krom or Roy. Maybe not Roy, I'm, but Krom. Sonic Dales, bro. What the? What? Who said that? Uh, Rims. I, I, I definitely, uh, I unmuted in my other Discord. It's like gross. Um. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I can't really think of a character. Like, I would like to see more Sheik. Just good Sheik, you know? I like to see. I definitely like to see Sheik do what uh, better. That's all I can really think of. Doesn't matter who, he was, who Sheik was playing either. Just Sheik versus, you know? Let me get that. So that'd be I nice like, to see. I'm not sure if we're going to get that, but that would be nice to see. It's fun to watch uh, fundamental heavy characters. Like, appreciate. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, or like good sorties. Like, I like watching Krom. I like watching Cloud. Um,. I like watching Lucina, believe it or not, even though she's boring. I enjoy watching that character a lot. Uh, yeah. People with fundamentals. I want to see more uh, characters with fundamentals and people playing sword users. Yeah. Uh, Curl30k says, systemic racism and uh, the impact modern-day class warfare has on the future of our society. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty deep. Um, it's relevant. Yeah, that was pretty, that's pretty deep. Systemic racism sucks. Uh, I don't like that, like... My only thing, the only comment on this is that, like, I don't like when uh, I say that in America or in a white-dominated area that most uh, discrimination against white people is not, um, it is not, like, it is not a detriment to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you you can definitely be discriminated against as a white person, but it's usually in, in situations 
that are that don't really matter. So like, you know, if you as a white person, you may not be able to step foot in the inner city of Detroit, you know, like uh, in the inner city of Detroit and, and, and feel safe or whatever, or, you know, feel welcomed or whatnot. But most of the people in inner city of Detroit don't even want to be in the inner city of Detroit or whatever, or whatever, like crime ridden areas, like, you know, inner city Baltimore or whatever, whatever. Um, and then when they bring up stuff like about like sponsorships and shit like that, like, oh, well, you know, there's black only sponsorships. The reason why those black only uh, sponsorships exist is because that is their way of catching up. You know, the reason why black only, Hispanic only, you know, left hand only, whatever, whatever sponsorships that uh, come from black owned or Spanish owned or Asian owned uh, businesses is to give them that advantage that most uh, minorities do not have in America by simply not being white. And if it's something that you don't want to claim, then it is what it is. It's kind of like a bigger discussion all around that, but that's just like my, like, uh, quick three second plug on that uh, question. It so. it comes from a place of privilege, right? Um, they don't understand. Uh, I remember when I was in high school. You know, like obviously they'd have clubs. You know, for you know uh, black people clubs or Asian people clubs or whatever clubs, and uh, people would. There was actually like a protest one time because there was no white people clubs. And uh, it was just like in that because if you look at it on paper and you know nothing about the history, then yeah, it does seem a little bit unfair. But that's but when you actually delve deeper into it, it's actually white people can already do like literally almost anything in America and kind of okay. Yeah, um, and treated better and all that good stuff. So, yeah, you know. it's it, it, so like when you see someone complain about like, well, why can't white people do that or something like that? It's a uh, that's coming from a place of privilege and ignorance that yeah. where they just don't understand. Yeah, that, like the doors are already open for you everywhere else. Yeah, just, you know, like literally, literally go anywhere everywhere else. else. Like, <laughs> like, you know, so I just, there's no reason that you need to have these certain doors that like we have like made for us, have set ourselves open to you as well. So whatever, because like the doors that are open for you are doors that are not open for us, uh, us as in black people or just minorities. And a lot of times just off of prejudice. And it's not, sometimes it's not even like, it's not even really racism. It's just not like, it's almost like, uh, not socioeconomic, um, subconscious, you know, like you subconsciously think about like less than or whatever of people just off, like it's dumb shit, but whatever, whatever. Moving on from that heavy topic. Blitz comment says, uh, what are your thoughts on anime fighters? Have you ever uh, commentated any of anime fighters, Blaze Blue, Guilty Gear, Persona, Under Night and Birth, and et cetera? Only time I've commentated uh, anime fighter was DBFZ, and uh, it was fun for the time that I was doing it, but they got really stale because the DBFZ meta ended up being like, at the time, it was like right right when Bardock came out, so everything was Bardock plus two other people, or Bardock Vegeta plus whatever. And that got really boring to watch, so I stopped watching, uh, I stopped compensating that. But I like I like most anime games. I will watch Blaze Blue, I will watch Guilty Gear. I liked uh, playing BB Tag, that was lit. Uh, I really like watching Undernight. So yeah, they're they're, they're sick. I'm just not good at them. Yeah, uh, I commentate Grand Blue. The only one I ever commentated. I like it a lot. Uh, I enjoy watching all all fighting games. Honestly, uh, the only ones I kind of don't watch that much are like uh, I don't watch Dragon Ball Fighters that much unless it's like Sonic Fox versus Goichi. That's like the only thing I'll watch. And uh, I kind of don't watch Mortal Kombat, even though that's not really an action fighter. Because mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the gore. Like I get it, like people like 
like the actual gameplay mechanics but like i i just i i watched some of those fatalities bro they just got introduced in the new patch and i'm just i'm not about that i don't want to like if, if i lose and all of a sudden i'm watching that and i'm forced to watch that like i'm just i'm turning the ps4 off like, i just don't that that makes me i'm a very queasy guy dude like that is yeah. I'm not about that. So, but yeah, all the all fighting games are re- most of them are really cool to watch. I mean, Skullgirls has been popping off. Uh, Killer Instinct is getting back on the map. You know, uh, I haven't yeah. watched anything from them's fighting herds. I don't know if you've caught any of that gameplay or not. But no, I haven't. I'm just waiting for Evo. I'm definitely gonna watch it at Evo. Just straight yeah. up, like like from top ninety six on. I'm trying to I'm trying to be amazed. Mm. So I heard uh, the, the mechanics are solid. So. Yeah, no, I heard it's like a really, really good game. It just looks silly, but that's <laughs> that, that was the same thing about a uh, fight of animals. Game looks fucking silly. Great game though. Yeah. So, um, near three K says talk about the road invitation. We already talked about that a little bit earlier on, but yeah, that was the goblin thing. It's very dumb. If it really happens, if he's trolling, it's still dumb. Uh, Florida. Uh, <laughs> Fire Snook says, should the stage list be bigger, and if so, which stages would you add? And uh, the answer to that. I thought I got a, my thing was my answer to that is just just to remove Lilat and add WarioWare and uh you want WarioWare bro I want WarioWare you guys I, need to stop being little no, bitches no about the blast be dying at 40. that's the point of a that is a point of a counter pick to give me that advantage now if you don't want me to have that advantage then fucking ban it okay you you I'm taking away the stage of bro no nope, I don't always my ban no 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 because I'm already <laughs> taking a stage that everyone bans all the time anyway which is Lilad so I give you another stage that you can ban all the time which is WarioWare but if you don't ban it guess what's coming out my fucking Incineroar what's up bro listen what's dude, up listen so I play Crom and I love WarioWare because Crom can kill at absurd percents, but I still think it's bullshit. Like getting Whatever, a jab bro. and killing a forty. You're soft, bro. You're, you're soft. No, bro. no, no. Listen, you're talking you're to soft, someone. You're you're, no, play you're me talking, right now, bro. No, no. Anyway, load up right now. WarioWare. See me, on, see me on WarioWare. You think I play Smash online? Bet money, you will not be killing me anywhere before hundred percent. Next time we fight offline, WarioWare. I'm down. All right. I'll bet twenty bucks. Uh, orphan. Uh, Frigate is nice too. So. <laughs> So uh, you're talking to someone who literally only wants like three legal stages. That's cool. I mean, that's gross. dude. Dude, that's the gross. Japanese had the right idea in the beginning of the rule set. Three stages, bro. Do you remember their stage list? It was no. like game one, battlefield. Game two, FD. Game three, PS2. That's godlike. Why can't we always do that? It's pretty interesting. But I no. liked it a lot. No, no, we're not doing that. All right, and the last question, Kofefe EG. Saying, what were your dream jobs when you were younger and how were you able to manage those expectations as you grew older and be and more realistic? If Smash commenting was your goal, you can just talk about what it was like to reach the dream job. This definitely wasn't my dream job. This kind of like almost every job that I've had has kind of just showed up. Uh, my dream job was, at first when I was younger was I wanted to be like my dad. Oh, but my dad was like a computer oh. programmer and all that shit. And I was like, oh, man, I want to do that. And then I learned it. And I was like, this is fucking boring. And so then I was lost. Because, like, that was my idea for, like, the time I was 10 to, like, the time I was, like, 22. And I was just lost. So, uh, so then I had a boring-ass government job. And now I'm doing this. And this is pretty fun until sometimes when it's not. But for the most part, it's usually fun. So. That's, like, the life of a freelancer, bro. Yeah. It's, it, it's so stressful based on how much fun you're having or if you can get the bills in that. You can pay the bills next month. Um, I, I started in acting. When I, before I moved to New York City, so I was I, I was pursuing the acting dream. And I got I acted I acted in a lot of stuff too. I got I have a reel, I have a film reel. Can you believe it? 
And uh, yeah, I've seen some of his stuff. It's pretty. It's pretty all right. Mediocre ass actor. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, listen. So <laughs> I went to school for to to study how to be an actor. Mm-hmm. Drama. And, right, how are your accents? Why do people always got to bring that shit up? How, how are your accents? People, no, my accents are trash, bro. <laughs> they're, they're, they're fucking awful. I can't do them to save my life. I try, I try to do a British dialect. It's going to turn out Southern. I despise it. So yeah, I couldn't do accents. Yeah, that. so so I quit and I pursue Smash commentary. The oh, end. Fuck. I just wanted to know what your accents were like, bro. I'm, I, my only other actor friend that is male is Coney. And then the only other actors I know that, like, you know, I associate with are, like, Tori's family. And they all have really good accents. Well, well, Tori and her sister do and her dad do. I'm not really sure about her mom. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the rest of them have really good accents. Come on, man. I, just... I, I, I talked to Coney a long time ago about acting because that's what we bonded over uh, back at Apex. 2015 i think 2015 2016 um and it was 2015 and uh because i i knew coney from when i attended like a brawl tournament back in like 2010 or 11 or some some shit like that and then he recognized me and we talked and he asked me like what i was up to i told him i was pursuing the acting dream and he was like dude i i wish i could pursue that and then because he didn't want because he, he didn't want to end up moving I made it with the New York City. And he wished me good luck. He really wanted to see me become an actor. And then I became a commentator. And he was just such disappointment afterwards. So, like, I feel like I failed him. You ever, you ever feel like you failed someone so bad at life? I game? feel like I I failed to the top, basically. You know what I'm saying? That's what I feel like <laughs> when it comes to the commentary. Uh, just, just, like, I feel like I failed to the top. Uh, because like why why didn't I pick another game? <laughs> what? Yeah, saying, why, why didn't I pick another game? That's the only reason I feel like I failed to the top. Bro, why aren't we like doing Valorant or some shit? Like, what is wrong with us? Could have been doing Overwatch, man. Fortnite. Yeah, like, just anything, anything. Literally anything else. But I mean, <laughs> I failed Coney by becoming also Coney. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I just, uh, I, I, I just, I, I'm not upset that I like ended in in Smash. Smash is dope, you know. It's a great game. I just would really wish I would have grinded up two different games at once instead of like putting all my chips into Smash and then uh, jumping out. It would have been like I could have been, I could have been on some shit, you know. If I had the same level of grind that I had for Smash as other games, I could have been could have been up there so but like uh, let's look at it in retrospect man like you're you, you may not be as big as like the people casting like fucking overwatch league or like csgo or any of that shit but like yeah. you're making a living doing what you love right yeah well i'm not sad about it i just and i'm not even talking about csgo because i, I want to do games that i still like so it would have been more fighting games just you know i could have been on some like tasty steve say jam shit except for i also do smash so uh but you know, I can still do that. It's just, it's just my my motivation is definitely waning on on continuing to uh to push this avenue most more than continuing uh, more than looking for like an actual job. You know, I, I want to like I'm trying to get ready to settle down and shit, and I want to have children and whatnot. So uh, I want to uh, not be. There's nothing wrong with streaming 
and having children, but I'm not making the money that a streamer uh, should be making to live that lifestyle, you know? Like, if I was, like, a streamer who had, like, 3K subs all the time, then, yeah, I mean, I'm down to have some, you know, some children, put some money away, whatever, whatever, but I'm not there. So, you know, I, I got to, like, start looking for uh, the other a- avenues. Or, you know, maybe I will blow up at some point in time. I'm not really, you know, I'm not really counting it out. But as of right now, uh, the, with the life that I'm currently living, I do def- I definitely do not want to uh, bring any children into the world, especially with COVID going around. But uh, just monetarily, I feel like I'm not there yet. So I'm going to set up for that and uh, all that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good plan to have, like, backup plan, too. Like, on top of everything. Uh, if if you were, if could you see yourself? What would you see yourself doing? If uh, uh just something in the esports industry, just you know, uh, I could be you know a community manager. Well, maybe not community manager. I suck at managing my own community. Partner manager. Uh, I could do you know some cool stuff with HyperX. Do some cool stuff with Discord. Just, you know, companies that I already like, I would like to work with. So, yeah, but that's for another time, boys. That was uh, another episode of Hard Reads. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, that was all the questions we had today. Uh, I will be doing Real Talk tonight at 9, so make sure you come through for that if you want to uh, If you want to just talk to me about random, random, random shit. That's what we do. You know, We just come in there, we talk about random stuff. It's a great time, and then it goes on YouTube eventually, just like this goes on YouTube. This will go on YouTube and Spo- uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So hit up that uh, podcast. Uh, you know, more clicks equals more stuff that we can do for you guys, uh, and then you know, more interesting episodes and longer episodes that we can have. Uh, but until then... Uh, you got any final words? Uh, no, man. No, no, that's it. Fun episode. All right. Well, yeah. Fun episode, guys. Uh, I'm TK Breezes, Austin. You guys, uh, I'll see you a little later. But until then, have a good night. Bye.